Is the media that you consume on a daily basis helping to cultivate the right perspective and desires that will help you step into your God-given future? Well, today on the podcast, we continue with part two of a series we recently started titled, Is It Okay to Follow Your Heart? And today we're really diving deeper to highlight the importance of watching what you consume. And that's why I want you to ask yourself, man, what am I watching? What am I listening to? What am I reading? Right here on the Sheep Amongst Wolves podcast. Let's go. Kunjans, Sunny Bonans, welcome to 2020. This is the Sheep Amongst Wolves podcast, the podcast which is here to help you on your journey to living out the tangible expression of the God dream that's in your heart. I am your host, as always, the Black Sparrow. And uh, happy new year to each and every single one of you. I truly believe that this is going to be the finest year yet. If you choose to step out in faith and to chase the God dream that God has placed in your heart. Because like I've said before, this year is the year of the God dream. And so you can't be sleeping on the God dream. You need to go out there, step out in faith and do the dang thing. (laughs) What was that? Do the dang thing. Do the dang thing. Anyway, today we are going to be continuing with part two of a series titled, Is it okay to follow your heart? Now, for those of you who didn't get a chance to listen to part one, which is a previous episode, we answered the question, is it okay to follow your heart? But the weird part was we established that the question shouldn't be whether or not it's okay to follow your heart, but instead the question should be, how do I follow my heart in a way that won't lead me? me astray and so from there we were then like okay cool if the objective is to follow our hearts in a way that won't lead us astray then there were a couple of things that we just needed to iron out and uh, the first thing that we established was the desires that are in our hearts are a direct reflection of that which we lend our time to and so if you want to make sure that the desires that are in your heart are God's desires, then you need to make sure that you're spending time with God because it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And uh, the the really scary thing is that applies to everything. Delight yourself in series and it'll give you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself in certain music and that too will also give you the desires of your heart. And so from there, we're like, okay, cool. Um, I've been spending time with God, but how do I really make sure that the desires in my heart are the right desires? Because the truth is, like literally everywhere you go, the things that surround you are influencing your desires, whether you like it or not. And so the way to really test it out is through prayer. We established that prayer is the act of taking your desires to God placing it at his feet and saying, hey, if my desires are not lining up with your desires, then let's change. I want your desires to become my desires, right? I want to take on your desires. And Jesus is a perfect example of this where he was in the garden of Gethsemane and he took his desires to God and said, hey, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But hey, let your will be done and not my will. Let your desires 
come to pass instead of my desires. And so that's what we sort of, you know, highlighted last week and even gave you guys homework to say, hey, uh, why don't you actually spend time writing down everything that you're desiring for 2020? What are the desires that are in your heart? What are you believing God to do in your life? And submitting it to Him and trusting Him with all of your heart and leaning not in your own understanding, acknowledging Him in all of your ways and believing that He will make your path straight in 2020. Cool. This then brings us to today's episode where we're actually going to be going deeper Um, on the subject of the importance of really watching what you lend your time to. So we're really going to be zeroing in on that aspect from part one. And uh, today we're actually going to be extracting a story from the Bible, which we're going to be using as the foundation of today's episode. And so the story is going to be out of Daniel chapter 1, verse 3 to 15. And uh, as mentioned, this is going to be the foundation of today's episode. And so Daniel chapter one, from verse three, it says, then king, then the king ordered Aspenaz, this is uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, who had recently just sort of besieged Jerusalem. He was just like, he just like, hey, we're here, we're taking over, okay, bye, right? Uh, then it says, then the king ordered um, Ashpenaz, chief of his court officials, to bring into the king's service some of the Israelites from the royal family and the nobility. Young men without any physical defect, handsome, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, well-informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. He was to teach them the language and literature of the Babylonians. The king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for three years, and after that, they were to enter the king's service. Among those who were chosen were some from Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. The chief official gave them new names. To Daniel, the name Baltashazar, right? To Hananiah, Shadrach. To Mishael, Meshach. And to Azariah, Abednego. If you grew up in church, let's go. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Verse 8. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, in fact, what, why did I do that? That was weird. Anyway, I'm sorry. Verse 8. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Now God had caused the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I'm afraid of my lord, the king, who has assigned your food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than the other young men your age. The king would then have my head because of you. Daniel then said to the God whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. This is what Daniel said. He says, please test your servants for 10 days. Okay, 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food. And treat your servants in accordance with what you see. 
So he agreed to this and tested them for 10 days. At the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the royal food. So the God looked, so the God took away their choice food and the wine they were to drink and gave them vegetables instead. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. Man, I love that story. And the reason why I want this to be our foundation is because if you look at the story, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego ended up sort of becoming head and shoulders above the rest. They looked better in their appearance simply because they changed their diet. And that's actually the subtitle of today's episode, I'm on a different diet. Because like Daniel and the rest of them, we are called to stand out. We are called to be head and shoulders above the rest. We are called to live in a way that the power of the Holy Spirit is evident in our lives. We are called to live the kind of lives where the Holy Spirit breathes on everything that we do and multiplies our efforts 10 times more. I believe we are called to live lives where people are in awe of everything that we accomplish. I truly believe that these are the kinds of lives that we are supposed to live. I believe this is the kind of life we should be living in 2020. But in order to live that kind of life, like Daniel, we have to be on a different diet. And that's why I'm going to ask you, what diet are you on? Right? But it's a different kind of diet. Because I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about media. What media are you consuming? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you listening to? Because remember, your desires are shaped by the things you lend your time to. They're shaped by the things that you read, by the things that you watch, by the things that you listen to. And this is the most important thing that we need to understand. The reason why we need to be on a different diet is because our diet is what will create the room for the Holy Spirit to move through us in a mighty way. So it is us being on a different diet that will allow the Holy Spirit to work through us in a way that will make our efforts go far beyond and further than we could ever imagine, multiply our efforts 10 times more. This brings me to Ephesians 3.20. If you grew up in church, you know this. Ephesians 3.20, it says that to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask, think or imagine according to the power that is at work within us. What is that power? It is God's spirit working within us. And one thing about Ephesians 3.20 is that if you've been in church long enough, this scripture is quoted to talk about, you know, when we pray, when we ask God to do stuff, he exceeds our expectation. Man, I prayed for 3,000 rand. God exceeded my expectation and gave me 6,000 rand. Right? I believe that's one facet of that specific scripture, right? That's one facet because this is a multifaceted scripture. I believe another sort of side to the scripture is understanding this that when God decides to do something on the earth, right, he does the work 
through people by his spirit. So now when we read Ephesians 3.20 to say, to him who's able to do, that's God, but how does he do the work in the earth through people, right? So this means that to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask, think, or imagine according to the spirit within us, that actually means that when the spirit works through you, you will be able to accomplish way more than what you could have ever imagined, right? That's another sort of facet of the scripture, which is saying that, hey, if the Holy Spirit is within us, that when God decides to act on the earth, right, he will work through you. And when you do something, your efforts will go 10 times further because you have the spirit of God within you. How crazy and awesome is that? And so now every time you read that, yes, when we ask God to do something in our lives, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could have asked, think, or imagine. But also it's hinting that when we are chasing a God dream and we're doing what God is asking us to do, that we will also be able to do far beyond what we could have ever asked, thought, or imagined because of God's spirit that is working within us. But remember what I said, that, you know, your effectiveness is based on the work the Holy Spirit does in you, right? So your efforts will only multiply because of the Spirit which is at work within you, right? It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by the Holy Spirit. It's not through striving, that you make your efforts go 10 times further. It's not you saying, this year is 2020. I'm just going to do a whole lot of stuff and my efforts are going to go further than last year. No, 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 no. It's through the Spirit working through you. But the measure at which the Holy Spirit works through you is dependent on if He has the perfect working environment, right? Because if He's got to work, He needs the perfect working environment, right? And so for him to really do the work he needs to do through you, he needs a perfect working environment. And what is that perfect working environment? That's your body. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And in order for the Holy Spirit to do the work that he needs to do, your body needs to be the perfect environment for him to work. And so how do I know if my body is a perfect working environment for the Holy Spirit? Well, your diet is what creates the perfect working environment for the Holy Spirit. And so if you want to know if if your body is the perfect working environment, then you need to ask yourself, what is in my diet? Remember, what am I consuming? What are the books that I'm reading? What are the movies that I'm watching? What are the series I'm watching? What are the social media accounts that I'm following? Right? What is the music that I'm listening to? Because the reality is what you consume is what you allow in. And this reminds me of a story in Matthew chapter 21, verse 12, where Jesus clears the temple. It says that in verse 12, and Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who sold and bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables 
of the money changers and seats of those who sold pigeons. He said to him, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you make it a den of robbers. Jesus was furious because he walked into the temple and is saying, This is not supposed to be here. And so I want to ask you, if Jesus had to raid your heart right now, if he had to raid your thoughts right now, would he say, hey, this thought shouldn't be here. This thing in your heart shouldn't be here, right? Would he say the unforgiveness, the bitterness, resentment, jealousy, envy, this shouldn't be in your heart, right? The thoughts that you're thinking, would he say these thoughts should not be here because Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Your body is the working environment that the Holy Spirit needs to work in. And these thoughts are working against what the Holy Spirit is trying to do in you. The things that are in your heart are going against what the Holy Spirit is trying to do. Right? How scary is that? So we need to be really careful about what we consume because what we consume is what we allow in. And so the wrong diet has the potential to defile you and limit what the Spirit can do in and through you. Remember, Daniel said, hey, I cannot defile myself by eating this food. Can I please have, can we just please have vegetables? Can we drink water? And we need to be the same way with regards to what we consume, with regards to what we watch, with regards to what we listen to, with regards to what we read. Because here's the thing. God wants to drop ideas, right? God wants to drop fresh streams and rivers of creativity through you. He wants to give you ideas that the world has never seen before. He wants to give you solutions for things that have been problems for years. He wants to give you business ideas to be able to do things that people are like, wow, why didn't we think about that? Right? This reminds me of the scripture that talks about no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no has it entered into the hearts of man what God has planned. And I believe that's the same when it comes to ideas. I believe that's the same when it comes to sort of business ideas, creativity, all of these things that no eye has seen, no ear has heard the kinds of ideas that God wants to drop, right? Because I call it the God drop, right? Because you know, you got airdrop. I also believe that there's God drop, right? So no eye has seen, but here's the catch. If you read on that scripture, it says, but no eye has seen, no ears heard, no has it entered into the hearts of man what God has planned, but it is revealed through the Spirit. The Spirit is the key to unlocking God ideas, God creativity. If you want a business that will change the world, it is unlocked through the Spirit. That's why you need to have a clear channel, right? A clear line of communication. That's why it's so important to create the perfect working environment. Because when the perf- when the working environment is perfect, the Holy Spirit can work and can begin to reveal the God ideas, can begin to reveal the solutions to problems, can begin to reveal business ideas. Simply because you are on the right diet. You need to keep that line of communication 
open and clear because now when you're consuming everything you are messing up the line of communication in fact you're opening up lines of communication with other things and so you can't even hear clearly you don't even know is this God is this someone else I don't know where this desire is coming from simply because you're you're on the wrong diet and that's why it's so important that you watch what you listen to what you read and like what you watch listen you know it's so important that you watch what your diet is. And I remember growing up, my mom, I grew up in church. Mom dragged me to church, even when I didn't want to. But I remember she would always be like, and and, and, may, and if you grew up in church, you probably also experienced this, where they're like, don't listen to this music. Don't watch these movies. Don't do all of this. And the thing with that was like, okay, cool. Like, they never really gave the why, right? And it was like, don't do it. It's like, why? Just don't, because they're swearing. Uh, okay, give me more. Well, why shouldn't I? And so last year, that's when it really, that's when sort of God revealed to me the deeper why. Consuming everything just just messes up communication. It messes up the working environment for the Holy Spirit to do the work that He needs to do in and through you. And that's why it's so important that you need to be unapologetic about it. That when people are like, man, why you? Why did you stop listening to this? Why did you stop watching that? You just say, man, I'm on a different diet. Man, I'm prioritizing the God drop. Man, I want to make myself available to God ideas. I want to make myself available to God godly creativity. Because here's the thing. It's so it's so interesting. If you read in Daniel, um, the, the guy was looking over them. He was saying, but if you change your diet, you're going to be looking worse than the guys who have this other food. And oftentimes, that's the train of thought. That's what we tend to think that if I stop listening to this, if I stop listening to that, where am I going to get inspiration from? Right? If, if I don't watch all the movies, if I don't listen to all the music, where am I going to get the inspiration from? But it's pretty clear in Daniel that, that you don't need that diet to, to, to be able to manifest what God needs to manifest. Remember, God is the ultimate creative. Yes, he is. He is the ultimate creative. And so you don't have to worry about missing out on what's happening in the world. You just need to make sure that you're tapping into what God is trying to do. You're tapping into the Spirit. You're creating the perfect working environment for the Holy Spirit to reveal what God needs to do in the earth. And so I'm going to ask you again, what diet are you on? Right? What diet are you on? And the diet that you're on, is it creating the perfect working environment for the Holy Spirit to work? This now brings us to today's homework. If you're listening to the podcast for the very first time, at the end of every episode, I ask you guys to do some homework. The idea with the homework is to give you guys practical tools that will help you to apply everything that you hear in the podcast. Today's homework is inspired by what Daniel did in Daniel chapter 1 where he says to the official, listen, for the next 10 days, allow us to only eat food that does not defile us. In the same way, I want us all to look at the next 10 days and say, listen, I am not going to consume media that defiles me. Instead, I'm going to consume media that creates the perfect working environment for the Holy Spirit. But the question is, what media creates the perfect working environment for the Holy Spirit? I've come to learn 
that the types of things that create the perfect working environment for the Holy Spirit are typically things that were inspired by the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about worship music. I'm talking about sermons. I'm talking about reading the Word of God, reading sort of um, Christian books. That is what is inspired by the Holy Spirit because it's only the things that are inspired by the Holy Spirit that create the perfect working environment for the Holy Spirit to work and begin to reveal things to us. But what does that look like? Well, when it comes to what media we should consume over the next 10 days, one of the things we need to keep in mind is this. In order to create the perfect working environment for the Holy Spirit, we need to make sure that we're consuming media that is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Okay? Notice what I said, inspired. Because the truth is there's some artists out there who don't even mention the name of Jesus once in any of their lyrics, but guess what? They were inspired by the Holy Spirit. And same thing with regards to movies and series and books out there. They're all inspired by the Holy Spirit. And so that's the most important thing. And so um, if you don't know where to start, let me know. Okay, if you're like, man, I really want to, I don't even I don't even know if this, if this is inspired by the Holy Spirit or not. Another way to check is, just follow the life of the person who created that thing and really like be honest and be like, is this really inspired by the Holy Spirit or are they living a life that is inspired by the Holy Spirit, that is spirit led? And that will be a perfect indication for you. Um, but like I said, if you don't know where to start with regards to music, series, books, whatever, let me know. Slide into the DMs, Instagram, just say, hey, Sparrow, I'm struggling to start. I don't know where to start. Or you're like, hey, there's this artist I've been listening to, and uh, I'm not sure if this is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Another key metric as well is how does the thing make you feel? That's one of the most important things, because I believe emotions are the confessions of the soul. And one thing I know for sure about Holy Spirit-inspired stuff um, is this. Paul says, uh, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So things that are inspired by the Holy Spirit will never drive any fear into your heart. Things inspired by the Holy Spirit will never stir up any hatred, anger, malice, jealousy against anyone, right? And also anything that's inspired by the Holy Spirit will not bring some sort of confusion into your life, right? Instead, if something is inspired by the Holy Spirit, it will stir love in, into your heart, be it love for someone else, be it love for God's people, be it love for this planet, be it just love for yourself, love for what God has called you to do, right? And also it'll stir power, right? Power, the strength, the, you feel like you have the ability to go out there and do what God has called you to do, right? It is a transference of power, power to do what God is asking you to do, power to do what he's called you to do. And also a sound mind, it'll bring clarity, when you consume media that is inspired by the Holy Spirit, it brings clarity into your life, right? And so that's that's sort of the metrics that you can gauge to see, is this inspired by the Holy Spirit or not? But like I said, if you don't know, let me know, slide into my DMs. If you do know of some artists, authors, series, movies that are inspired by the Holy Spirit, please let me know. I'm always on the lookout, right? And uh, so that's with regards to sort of movies, music, and uh, books. But also one thing that for the next 10 days that you should just completely cut out. I mean, like th there is no inspired by the Holy Spirit. This is social media. Social media, just cut it out completely. Okay. But if you do need to do some work, 
just use it like with regards to if you need a post, then post and get off social media, right? Because for example, I post funny videos every week. Um, and so if you're, if, if, if that's your thing, if you're an influencer, yeah, cool post and get out of there. Okay. If you need to comment on, you know, if, if you need to go check hey, who's commenting on my post quickly go in. Um, but even limit that to certain amount um, of times a day. So if you're an influencer and you're constantly checking comments, like even try limit it to three times a day that you only go in, comment on, on and reply to the comments and get out of there. All right. And so that's with regards to social media. And here's a big one. Here's a big one. If you offer social media, this includes WhatsApp stories, right? WhatsApp stories is the unofficial social media. Huh? So you might not be checking Instagram, but I'm watching you. God's what? Don't check those WhatsApp stories, okay? Because what's going to happen? You're going to have those cravings for the Instagram stories, but you don't know, but you know you shouldn't be on Instagram. But guess what you're going to now check? You're going to check WhatsApp stories, right? WhatsApp stories is like the pirated version of Instagram stories. But because you can't get Instagram, you're like, well, this just has to do. And so this includes WhatsApp stories. So stay away from those WhatsApp stories, okay? Just cut it out. Cut it out of your life, all right? But uh, hey, I'm super excited. I'm super excited about this fast for the next 10 days. And I really, I'd love to hear your feedback after the 10 days. How much has this changed your life? What are the differences that you've noticed? And uh, a little spoiler alert, alert, ooh, a little spoiler alert. One of the big differences that you're gonna notice is, I sort of alluded to this early on, is clarity. Clarity in thought, like it's going to be so crazy. You're just going to feel like, man, I can think. I don't feel like overwhelmed by thoughts. And even another key thing that you realize is emotional stability because you notice how music and everything you watch has such an impact on your emotions. And so that's a little spoiler alert with regards to what you're going to notice. Um, so yeah, so please like let me know how the fast has impacted your life. And um, yeah, if you know of any artists, authors, movies, series, let me know. If you don't know where to start, also let me know. But uh, also, here's the final thing I'll say. Here's the final thing I'll say. If you get this right, man, and if you commit and you say, you know what, I'm going all in and I'm going to commit, I promise you, you are going to notice a huge difference, especially when it comes to ideas, problem solving. Like, I mean, you find yourself in board meetings and in meetings where people are like trying to break their heads over a problem. But guess what? God is just going to drop an idea and a solution. Because here's one thing that I also realized. God wants to give you solutions and ideas and rivers of creativity. It's not something that is like, oh, I'm holding this back for the elite. He's like, I want to give this to you. I want you to have all the solutions to the problems at your work. I want you to have the solutions to the problems in your life. But the problem is, remember what I said earlier on, these things are only revealed to us through His Spirit. So if the working environment is not conducive for the Holy Spirit to work, then God can't send it through to the Spirit for the Spirit to reveal it to us. So that's why it's so important. And I also want to go on and say this. Creativity, your creativity is not dependent on an external factor. No, it is not. It's not dependent on an external factor. It's not dependent on, oh, I need to go out. I need to get away to be more creative. Or I need to go sit on my perfect couch. Or I need to like just like 
you know, I need to make sure that I'm wearing the right thing or even I need to make sure that I'm taking the right substance. No, no, it's not an external thing. It's an internal thing, right? You don't need to go away to the bundus. You don't need to take a substance. My friend, you need to change your diet. You need to change what media you consume because that is the key to unlocking the creativity, the God drops, where you get business ideas, where you get ideas to problems at work, in your life, and in your community. And so, yeah, man, I'm done ranting there. But yeah, let's change our diets and let's go change the world. I have been the Black Sparrow. This has been the Sheep Amongst Who's podcast. I will check you later. Calculator.